Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Lily Williams, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Jingle bell, Stein clobber, smells he tooted James away. We're all here for the number one show, That Story Show Party. Hey! Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, who's was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tiny house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> <laughs> Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. We're also putting coal in your stocking. This is episode 365, brought to the week of December 23rd, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Santa Claus Christmas Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John. I'm I'm John the Elf. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here. Happy Christmas Eve Eve. Oh, how are you doing? Life is crazy for a sound guy, right? Or a tech guy at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, everybody on the the worship team gets thanked for being there, and oh. everybody on the everybody gets thanked, and then they get to the end, and oh, do they thank the media team? No, um, we've only been there for a couple hours. You know, it, it's always the sound more than that. The sound guys and the janitors never get thanked. You're right. You know what? It all it's my fault because I don't thank the janitors. Yeah. See, if I were setting the example of how to say thanks to people, then maybe maybe sometimes we would get thanked. I don't know. But anyways, I'm <laughs> just teasing. It's just it's just I'm the just two teasing. kind of people I would always take the most care of when I was a pastor. Is I would always yeah. thank the sound people and I would always thank the people that cleaned up after our messy selves because they yeah. were the they were the hardest working people and the most necessary. That's the thing, man. They are necessary. So, well, th- you are necessary, John. I, I agree. I think I think that we are necessary, but I also think I'm, we're all necessary, right? Yeah. The people on the stage are necessary. The people behind I the scenes know, are necessary. I know, but yeah. some people behind the scenes aren't seen. You know? They aren't. And, they aren't. And just once in a while, you know what? They they should make a movie about some kid that needs Christmas shoes and and a guy a guy behind the scenes steps up and and hey. buys the shoes and magic happens. Yeah, don't tell don't say anything about me because if you do then our lives will be ruined and uh 
I have to stay. That. I have to stay in the background. Otherwise, I will never get my my Christmas miracle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, okay. I, for years I played on the stage. You know, I was I, I played characters on the stage for for productions and then being a pastor. So I I I got used to that recognition that you get every week. Oh, great job and stuff like and you know humility walks you through it. But but now. Nobody says, man, those lighting cues that you set up were amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> People don't say that. Oh. Occasionally we get thanks for the live stream. So that's, you're welcome. Yeah, okay. God bless you. Well, good. Yeah. Good deal. Well, I, I sound like a real tool, don't I? I know. No, it's, I understand. It's a hard <laughs> Miserable job. Christmas humbug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard job, man. Being in ministry and doing, and, and, and come around any kind of, especially Christmas and Easter, it's tough. Mm. It's tough. Oh man! Yeah. But but I'm thankful for this show and for you. Yes, thank you. I'm thankful for you too. Another year of that story show is um, under our belt. Actually, we've got one more show before the end of the year. We're going to do one on the 31st, I think. So, oh, uh, fun. Yeah. So anyway, um, we always start with a story. This one's called Biblical Blunder. Biblical blunder. Say that one three times fast. I was listening to one of your old podcasts and I heard you tell about the children you were teaching and thinking that they were, that you were talking about Abraham Lincoln instead of Father Abraham. And it (laughs) reminded me of one of the many times I was teaching young kids with my trusty flannel graph board. I was, yeah, those things are still awesome. I don't care. I mean, back when I was a children's pastor, people used to just, just poop all over those things and say if you're still using flannel graph then you need to get into the 21st century and and this that and the other and i'm like if you've ever seen a group of preschoolers sitting around a flannel graph board with a with a talented storyteller you have seen a magical thing because those kids just wait their turn to put their little piece up on that and it's just the most magical thing it still works it is the cutting edge for children and and because children never need anything different they they just grow out of it eventually and they give you new kids so it's Mm. always fresh and new anyway i was telling the story of jesus healing the lame man and i'd used the term the term lame man several times as it wound up in the story and i happen to think (laughs) maybe this age group doesn't know what lame means so i asked them who can tell me what lame means and i picked one of the many raised hands and the little boy replies it means that he wasn't cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dude was lame bro so jesus can save you from being uncool <laughs> some of us need to pray harder than others she says colleen <laughs> harrington yes we need to pray yeah. very hard for jesus to save us from being so lame i don't want to be lame man we got a lame podcast too so. <laughs> <laughs> but we got cool listeners so yes that means, we means do have the best right? listeners in the world and that balances it all out let's rewind the week all right what we do is we go back in time for the last seven days or so and tell you something about our week and uh, mine is uh pretty interesting because my daughter's involved and she seems she's doing great she's a great teenager she got her license this week um, she passed her test last week, but she got her license this week and she's driving all over everywhere and she's doing all kinds of stuff by herself. Uh, yeah. And she's all oh, grown up. 
But still, every now and then, she does something that tells me she's still just a little three-year-old deep down inside. (laughs) And we were going through the line at Chick-fil-A, and she wanted, what she wanted, she told me to drink for her friend, because we were picking up some drinks. She says, my friend wants a, a lemonade with half tea. And I said, oh, an Arnold Palmer. That's what your friend wants. And Jenna's like, okay, sure. So I said, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to order mine and then I'm going to hand it over to you and you order whatever. So I order my food and my drink. And then I kind of motion over to Jenna. Jenna takes over and she says her order, but then she adds, and I want one uh, iced tea with lemonade in it. And I was kind of surprised that she didn't say what I told her to say. You know, and so we get around to the front or to the side there and they start handing us stuff and they're saying, okay, here's your diet Coke. Here's this. And here's your tea with lemon. And I, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say tea with lemon? Does that mean like there's just a lemon wedge in here? And he says, yeah, that's what you ordered. I, I said, actually, no, she, she ordered a tea with lemonade in it. And he goes, oh, an Arnold Palmer. And I said, Uh yeah, yeah. And my daughter, her mouth is kind of hanging open and, and, uh, she's very thankful. She's like, thanks dad for catching that so bad. She's like, I got to admit something real quick. She says, I thought that was just your name for it. <laughs> That's why I didn't say it. I just kind of thought that was your name for, for that. I'm like, yeah. my crazy dad wanted me to order something weird and stupid and I wasn't going to do it. Right. She was she was embarrassed. She she thought it was just the name I came up with. No, I, only crazy old James Kennison uses that term. So mm. Arnold anyway. Palmer. Yeah. So now she knows, and when <laughs> she, she orders knows. for a friend, she can get her Arnold Palmer and won't get just tea with a piece of stinking lemon in it. So right. Uh, well, now you know, and yeah. the more and and let me say, you said you went to Chick Fil A, right? Yeah. They make the best Arnold Palmers. They do. It's hands down. Because they have the best lemonade and they best make lemon. great tea. Uh, it's just best. not sweet tea. That's the only problem. It, wait, what? What? Right? They don't make sweet tea where you live? No. You're kidding, right? No. Come on. I don't think they do. Really? Nobody <laughs> makes sweet tea out of outside of Georgia, man. I, I'm pretty sure I've gotten it elsewhere. I don't know. I can't. You, I can't go to your Chick Fil A and say, "Give me a sweet tea." I don't think so. <gasps> how do they even? How do they stay in business? I, dude, nobody drinks sweet tea. Why? I, it's not the South. Do they drink sweet lemonade? Yeah, <laughs> and soda and stuff. I mean, I've I've no, heard of you can buy it serving sweet tea, but you, you can buy it at the grocery store in a in a half gallon b- bottle, but. Huh. That's about it. That's uh, that's strange. What about your Publix update? So, have sweet how tea? about that weekly update, John, where you found out that nobody drinks sweet tea outside of the South? <laughs> well, let me tell you a so crazy story. I uh, live in Georgia. Yeah, and we have sweet tea here. <laughs> uh, like you can order it in any store. Yes, I know. And they it don't was look at you weird. It was hard for me when I moved out of Georgia to the Midwest. And started asking for sweet tea. Or actually, no. I just ordered it as if it was just assumed that it was going to have. Oh, we don't have sweet tea. We just have unsweet. And I'm like, what? Dun, dun, dun. You know, it was scary. Yeah. 
So like if you say give me a tea, it's already assumed here that you're going to have sweetening agents in it. And I oh, feel like I see, Yeah. No, no, around here you're just going to get tea. And yeah, and it's okay. gross. And I don't understand it. And it's gotten me uh, out of the habit of drinking tea. I used to be a pretty big tea drinker. And mm, now it's just sodas for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I guess, you know, I'm never moving out there. <laughs> no. <just> saying, no. <laughs> Whatever. It, what is, another thing that's weird, too, is is on my side of Missouri, in the, re, in the restaurants and in the supermarkets, you go to the soda aisle. But on the other side of Missouri in Kansas City, you go to the pop aisle. Pop aisle. So right. I'm so glad that I live in a soda area because in soda country. I yep. don't like pop, pop, pop. Well, you know, Atlanta, we're all Coke. Yeah. Doesn't even matter if it's Sprite, it's still Coke. Do you want a Coke? What kind of Coke? Coke. Yeah. I take a clear Coke. <laughs> I take a Dr. Pepper Coca Cola. You know how that goes. Well, uh, it's funny. I don't have a weekly update. So this is about as good as it's going to get. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm apparently I'm just gonna complain about stuff anyway. So All right. bah, humbug. <laughs> How's Christmas going for you at your house? I I'm sure it's beautiful <laughs> and decorated. I mean, it's gotta be, right? Yeah. Yeah. No squirrels. Frosted window. <laughs> no no squirrels. <laughs> no, dude, they've taken up residence in my barn. Oh, I'll go out there to get something. I'll hear like three or four of them running around like, all right, time to get the BB gun because these little <laughs> jerks are, are moving in. As long as they're not in my house, I guess I'm okay. But yeah. Yeah. yeah what about you? Are you having any squirrel issues? We, we are. We have a squirrel in our attic and mm. it, it only comes once in a while, but the kids call him Stevie and they, and they've been dealing with him for the better part of a year, but I never believed them until just the other day when I was standing in the laundry room and I heard his squirrely butt dancing on top of the vent. Yeah. It, 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 it sent a lightning bolt of scaredness through me. Cause I was not expecting for a real squirrel. I, I imagined what they were describing was like on the roof, but no, this was down in the, the ceiling. And so I'm like, dang, oh I'm going to have to pay some some uh, some guy $100,000 to get him out of my attic. And then yes. I thought, or I can do it myself. Uh-huh. And so I got on Amazon and I looked up okay. squirrel trap. And for $32, I ordered a squirrel trap, a live catch squirrel trap. It's humane. Really? Yeah. And I'm going to put it up there in 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 the thing um and i'm gonna catch me a squirrel <laughs> nice you gonna eat it and what i imagine is gonna happen is when i open up the hatch and i put my ladder up there it's gonna be like something out of christmas vacation where that squirrel, <laughs> squirrel! jumps right across my head <laughs> <laughs> where's cousin Eddie? he eats these things oh wait no he found out they're high in cholesterol so yes, and uh, but then I realized too that every once I set this stupid trap, I'm committed to once a day going up there and checking this darn thing. Yeah, to, to, if it's going to be humane, I've got to check it and then commit to driving it somewhere and letting it loose. So mm. I don't know, man. I don't know if I did the right thing or not because now I'm the owner of a squirrel <laughs> trap. Well, you've already named it. Just make it one of your pets. Uh, I don't know. And and then the thing is, too, it's like, when do you set the trap? Do you do it before and go ahead and catch it now? 
or do you seal up the hole? Whatever you know, hire the the guy that comes and seals up uh, holes yeah. and and yep. do that first and trim the tree back and all this stuff. And it's Christmas time on top of that. So right. I'm just living, let live right now. I mean, yeah, let, yeah. I'm just going to let uh, Stevie run around because they came to me, man. My kids came to me one at a time and they're like, are you going to kill Stevie? Because the only thing they know about <laughs> is mouse traps, And they heard me getting a trap and they're like, are you going to kill Stevie? I'm like, no, I'm not going to kill Stevie. I'm going to let him loose. And they're like, okay, okay. Because we've kind of bonded with Stevie. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we bonded with we've never seen him he might look like a big huge rat yeah it's, it might be a freaking possum or a weasel or something but we love him we can't Wait, let him so die are you sure it's a squirrel i'm pretty sure because it moved like a squirrel okay like it All was right. skittering yeah okay you know that's good yeah not just like a long skitter like it's yeah. like a yeah 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 it's okay. very fast yeah. Gotcha. So we got an email uh, f- from Abby in New Zealand, and I think it's a very important point that she's making here. So All right, I wanted see. you to be here to to hear it. It says, hi, James and John. I just wanted to send you a quick email to say that I'm listening to Hot Grandma again. Uh, you know, that mm-hmm. episode. And John, you are wrong. Oh, okay. That's the end. No, it says James right. is so right on the way to say pecans. So pecans. I, I just wanted to set that straight. I absolutely right. love your podcast. Keep the episodes coming from Abby in New Zealand. So well, we've had a New Zealander that agrees, you know, with a completely different accent, agrees with me on how to say pecans. So now, how would they say it in New Zealand with their accent? I don't know. I, I can't do a New Zealand accent. I don't. I don't know. It's kind of Australian, right? Yeah, but pecan. It's, it's pecan. 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 But she's saying oh, that I say it right. Pecan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I can't argue that with you. I know, I know that they have a lot of uh, pecan trees in New Zealand. Ah, I don't know that actually. I I don't I don't even know that they have any. But uh, <laughs> apparently, they do have pecans there. So apparently, enough to have an opinion, right? You know, enough to have an opinion, right? I mean, you can't have Christmas without pecan pecan pie. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, well, I, I appreciate being set straight. So thanks, Abby. Yeah, Abby. The you are now the official uh, uh, person to tell us if if we're saying things right or right or right or wrong. Right, voice of New Zealand. Um, quick announcement: we still need intros. We have had three sent in, and I appreciate them. I used one of them today, actually. Awesome. It was a Christmas themed one, but now was, you know we're we're ready for normal ones. So if you've been putting it off, don't. We we need intros. Just say, hey, my name is so and so, and this is. That story show, and that's all you got to do, and send it to uh, 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 J- send it to um, <laughs> your butt. Yeah, your butt at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Send it to that story show at gmail.com. That's that's how you do it. There you go. Yeah. Send it to that one. And uh, as far as patrons go, we have to thank Marcus Goble, our newest patron, uh, at $20 a month. Holy crap. So, wow yeah thanks marcus for making, very making much. this episode a very special christmasy episode with your special gift so yeah awesome awesome guy marcus appreciate you uh we got some itunes reviews real quick uh brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. uh ashley kh says this is so much fun i found this podcast through the babylon b and i'm glad i tried it out it is a super fun comedy podcast and i recommend it to anyone 10 years old and up of course Keep it up, James and John. 
and oh, wow. and then the the Black Knight seventy four says, "Thanks, James. This is the bed podcast." best podcast ever keep on recording your pal landon b hope this gets on the show p.s i want to kick people who give you bad reviews in the junk it's <laughs> <laughs> a nice throwback yeah yeah the junk the junk junk uh, you spelled it right j-o-n-k yeah that's right junk. so funny says tyler cummings i love the show it's so funny you always make me laugh every single show uh it's funny even if you had a boring story (laughs) you would make it so funny i hope you don't retire you are the best are you trying to say we're old yeah hey i don't know get off my podcast lawn i don't know what to say about that i don't even know all right um it's time for us to do a uh a quiz quiz knows quiz knows where we quiz what you know that's right it is a star wars quiz sent to us from steven forrester are you ready john oh yes oh yes this is for both of us okay so um do this um i'm gonna be a hashtag you're gonna be a dollar sign so okay which star wars movie made the most money in theaters a the force awakens b revenge of the sith c attack of the clones or d the rise of skywalker oh gee Wow. I'm going to say The Rise of Skywalker. I'm going to say The Force Awakens. Okay. All right. You're the, you're the dollar sign. Just remember that. Adjusted okay. for inflation, no. which Star Wars movie actually was the most profitable? A, The Empire Strikes Back. B, A New Hope. C, The Force Awakens. D, The Phantom Menace. Oh, mm. boy. I'm going to say The Stupid Phantom Menace. I'm going to say Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's probably right. That's what my gut told me, but then my, ah. my gut changed. I, I went against my gut. Which movie made the most money from video rentals? Oh, um, wow. This is a very uh, money-centered Star Wars. <laughs> is it? Because uh, that's usually what I focus on is how much of a movie <laughs> it is by how much it's it It's my makes. favorite part. It's the part I geek out on the most. Yeah. Uh, which movie made the most money from video rentals? Empire Strikes Back, Attack of the Clones, A New Hope, or Empire Strikes Back? I'm going to say Attack of the Clones. I'm going to say A New Hope. All right. It's been around the longest. Makes sense. Right. What color was Mace Windu's lightsaber? Red, green, blue, or purple? I'm going to say purple because I know that's the fact. And I am going to agree with you because it is purple. Yes. Why was Mace Windu's uh, lightsaber that color? Because George Lucas suggested it. Uh, Samuel Jackson requested it. Because Mace Windu held a special rank in the Jedi Council, I heard that Samuel Jackson requested it. So that's what I'm going to put. That is also what I am going to say, because I don't think at any point in any of the Star Wars universe, anyone had a purple lightsaber at the time. He was like, I want to be different. (laughs) I want to take care of these snakes on this plane. Dadgum snakes in this Jedi Council room. Yeah. He got whacked like a chomp, didn't he? Yeah. He should have lived. He should have. But he, had he probably to die. did. He had to die, though. Why? Because they didn't want to pay because for him. Because there, the there could question? only be two Jedi left over. It, mm. it, that and Grogu. Grogu's apparently alive. So, anyway. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not a Jedi yet. Just no. strong with Strong with the force. In yeah. what year did A New Hope release to theaters? 1975, 76, 77, or 78? thought it was 75 so i'm gonna say 75 
I think it was, 76. I thought it was actually 74, so I'm going to say 76. Okay, you're probably right. I had a second guess there. Uh, who was the only actor to appear in all nine movies? James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader, Kenny Baker, R2-D2, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, or Ian Mc, uh, McDermott, Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it can't be Kenny Baker because he died, right? Um, He played C-3PO, right? No, Kenny Baker played R2-D2. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. No, I, I wouldn't say him. And, and it's either. not Emperor Palpatine because he was different in the first two. Was he? Yeah. Okay. I thought. I don't know. I'm going to have to say James Earl Jones, the voice. That's mm. my that's my choice. I'm, I'm going to say Ian. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was him. E- either that or it was, was the guy that played C-3PO, was he one of the? No. No? That's crazy because I'm pretty sure he yeah, was in I'm all of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in all of them. Absolutely. Episode one, The Phantom Menace takes place how many years before A New Hope? 25 years, 30 years, 35 years, or 40 years? Goodness, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm going to say 30. I'm going to say 25. Okay. Wait, are you dollar signs? Yeah, some dollar sign. Dang it, I switched it up somewhere. <laughs> That's good because I probably missed some. Oh. Actually, I've been writing my answers down as well. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Who is believed to be the most hated character in all of Star Wars? <laughs> you don't even have to give me multiple choices. Jar Jar Binks? D. Yes, I'm going to say Jar Jar Binks. Okay. Uh, how many movies? Out of curiosity's sake, who was the other one? Oh, Yoda, Young Anakin, Skywalker, Jabba the Hut. Ooh, that's a tough one between Young Anakin and Jar Jar. Are you an or angel? Me. Oh mercy! <laughs> what in the world? How many movies has Harrison Ford been in? Forty, fifty, sixty-three, or seventy-four? Good it's Lord. not Star Wars. I mean, the only Star Wars connection is the fact that it's. He was Han Solo. Uh, I don't know. It's a complete guess, so I'm just going to randomly put... 50? 50, okay. That's what I'm putting. You're a dollar sign. I'm the hashtag. Yeah. Okay. I'm 50! <sighs> As of 2020, how much money has Harrison Ford received? Believe How much is he believed to be worth? Uh, $1 billion. $100 million, $230 million, 500 million or 1 billion? I have no idea. I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with 1 billion. <laughs> are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're a dollar sign, and I'm going to say 250 million. Uh, when George Lucas told Lucasfilm to sold it, when he sold Lucasfilm to Disney, how much did they give him? 3.2 billion, 4.5 billion, 5.3 billion. Or five point five billion, man. That's really picky. Hmm. Yeah. Because you, we could be off by you know uh, a, a tenth of a billion, hundredth of a billion, right? Uh, I'm gonna say five point three. Yeah. Is that one of them? Yeah, that was one of them. I'll say five point five, four point four point five. I'll just say that just for fun. 
All right, so we've got the quiz answers here. We scroll down, and which Star Wars movie made the most money in theaters? It was A, The Force Awakens at $2.6 billion. Well, I know I didn't choose that mm-hmm. one. That's you, the one I chose. You chose. You're a Yay. winner. Um, adjusted mm-hmm. for inflation, which Star Wars movie has actually made the most m- money? B, A New Hope. And that's Oh. It. Yeah. I said Empire. So. Yeah, and I said Phantom Menace. So it it made seven hundred seventy six million, which in twenty twenty translates to approximately three point two six billion dollars. My goodness, which movie made the most money from video rentals? See a New Hope. That's what you said. Over three bi- over three billion just in just in video rentals. What color was Mace Windu's lightsaber? We already know purple. We got that one right. Why was Mace Windu's lightsaber that color? Because he requested it, of course, and that is the correct answer. Yay. What year did uh, A New Hope release in theaters? 1977. We did not get that right. I was way off. Yeah, I was too. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was too young to actually be allowed to see it anyways. I would have been two. Yeah, my first one, I think, was uh, Jedi. So in theaters. Mm. Yeah. So, so who was the only actor to appear in all nine movies? What? Wait a minute. He says Anthony Daniels, C3PO. And Anthony he, Daniels wasn't. Oh yes. He, Anthony Daniels, C3PO. Okay. He, he didn't even make that a, 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 a thing. It's he okay. said, he said, uh, Mark Hamill. SC what? SC. And, uh-huh. and in, in the answer C is Anthony Daniels. So I think we got that one because yeah. that's the one I would have picked. Yeah. Anthony Daniels. Right. Little, that's what. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to trick yeah. us up. Trying to trick us up. I think he did that on purpose just to see how true fans we are. Yeah. But I was at first, when you first said Anthony Daniels, I was like, wait, didn't he play Obi-Wan? But yeah. that was. Yeah. Who played that guy. And I have the feeling about Anthony Daniels that he hated that character. Like he hates that that is the character he's most known for. Yeah. I've always gotten that feeling from him. Like he thinks he's above all that. Like he's probably done a lot of theater and a lot of great stuff. And he wanted to be known for something else, but he's stuck behind a plastic mask for his entire career. And, uh, Oh man, I feel, I I don't feel bad for him because he's kind of a jerk about it. So, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he just comes off like a jerk. Anyway, episode one, the Phantom Menace <laughs> takes place. How many years before a new hope? Uh, five. You wait, which, which one you said, uh, I said 25. You said 25. I said 30. This will be my first correct answer. 30 years is the okay. answer. So, All right. Fine. Yeah. I, well, that's I, right. Because I, he had to grow up or Anakin had to grow up a whole lot before he could get married. And, yeah. Yeah. Half babies. So who is believed okay. to be the most hated character? <laughs> Jar Jar Binks was correct. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why people hate me. Man, such a terrible thing. And, and you know, people blamed it a lot on the CGI. And it's funny, it, in, a, in a movie full of CGI Jar Jar Binkses, I mean, really, think about it. Uh-huh. There are thousands right. of them. Yeah, including Boss Nass, all of them look fine. We don't question it. It's not the CGI. It is the the voice and the character. 
that is terrible and <laughs> so bad, so horrible. And the way that he went from being a bumbling idiot to the leader of a yeah, what was he, he made he became, some kind of he made the Senate. He was a Senate leader, and and ultimately in he was the reason that Emperor Pal, Emperor Palpatine became emperor because his vote oh. he was manipulated. And anyway, right. how many movies has Harrison Ford been in? Uh, I believe each of us guessed completely wrong uh, at 50 and 63, respectively. <laughs> Homeboy has been in 74 movies. Whoa, whoa. It's time to retire before you make that uh, Indiana Jones flick there, Harrison. Just trying to tell you. <laughs> you heard about that? He's making another one. Really? Yeah. Can, I don't know what they're going to call it, but I'm still gonna Indiana Jones and the, 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 the Jar of Dust is probably what it's going to be called. <laughs> In the temple of nursing homes. <laughs> As Sorry, of 2020, how much money has Harrison, uh, is he worth? You said a billion. I said 253 million. And I was correct. So, oh, nice. Congrats. Yeah. 230 million. Uh, when George sold Lucasfilm to Disney, how much did they give him? Well, um, I said, and you said, you said, 5.3 i said 4.5 and i was correct again way to go so i guess i win yeah i no, guess so I don't, I, I don't know if i win or not i think you got more total than i did i got five five right that's and i it. think i got three so i i still I win I yes win. there you go that's the important part when yeah you take away from this when you're the boss you're the boss brother <laughs> Well, thanks, Stephen Forster, for your your um, your quiz. Even though Anthony Daniels was not listed in the original answers, we would have gotten it was that a typo. One. Yeah, a little typo. The quizzes are hard, man. They are. Yeah. Well, let's do it's some fun though. Let's do some uh, listener stories. All right, today's listener story. They're sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can connect in a safe and private online environment because it's so convenient. You can start communicating in just under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional, real-life counseling with real-life counselors. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. The service is available for clients worldwide, and there is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. So I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you will get 10% off your first monthly visit by going to our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash that story show. And we'd like to thank BetterHelp.com for sponsoring this episode. We appreciate you and all that you do. And I've yeah, used thank BetterHelp, you. and it's great. It's a great service. And, awesome. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should give them a call. Maybe they can help me through my, <laughs> my feelings of inadequacy when I, I, I feel like I need to be praised for the work that I am oh. doing for the Lord. Isn't that terrible? I'm such a punk. I feel terrible. <laughs> Can we erase that part of me? <laughs> okay. There's a, there's a, so what did you want to say, John? I just want to say I am so grateful to be 
employed and be able to do the things that I enjoy doing. And I will happily and gladly do them without any recognition ever. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm not being sarcastic. That's the truth. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a story called, this is an LBB story. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, let me set that up for you. <laughs> One of the many tools of the devil. My name is Adrian and I've been listening for three years now and I love it. This show has never failed to make my parents ask why I'm laughing. I, <laughs> I have been wanting to send in a story for a while now. So I did. I'm currently a middle schooler. But this story happened long ago, back when I was in kindergarten. So long ago. Here we go. Way back in kindergarten, thinking uh, wasn't really a thing that we did. So five-year-old me needed to take a pee really badly. So (laughs) I made a beeline uh, towards the closest door back inside from recess. But this kid, Justin, was hanging just near the doorway talking to some older kids (laughs) <laughs> Little did I know, in my panic of needing to go to the bathroom, he started running towards me. We collided, him running right into my side, and he immediately went to the teacher and told her that I punched him. Hate that. Oh, Hate that. Come on. That is so wrong. I had a boy one time. Just I was walking by his desk, and he took his jacket, and he threw it over his own head and said, James, stop it. And the teacher yelled at me after looking up and seeing his jacket over his own head and i got in trouble i never did anything wrong and i was so upset about it so this Mm. really this really hits home i got sent Mm. to the principal's office and i needed to fill out a think about it write about it sheet it's a form where we needed our parents signature to read what we did wrong and what we could do better so in my scared five-year-old brain i falsely admitted that i punched the guy what but that's not all Later that day, as an idiot, I called my parents while they were at work and asked them, how do you write your signature? And they asked why. (laughs) But apparently I felt the need to tell the truth right then and not earlier. So I I, so I said I punched a kid, even though I didn't. And when I got home, I got a major scolding for something I didn't even do. Hope this makes it on the show. Your faithful listener, Adrian. Adrian. It doubles as middle school drama, too. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Uh, Poor Adrian. I tell you. Adrian, you're not a bad one. Kindergarten. It's not your fault that Justin the poopy face was a jerk and did a jerky thing. Yeah. Yeah. Santa's Santa's got you on your his good list. He, he Yes. He knows who's been bad and bad and good, and, and Justin was bad. 
and you're good, yeah you're a good kid so i you made it to middle school so you apparently know this but yeah definitely uh we have an lbb on hand right there yeah on the many tools of the devil yep. so yeah. justin the punk what but well hey james do you like mud bogging um never really ever done it ever and never ever live growing up in the south never really have ever done it well you know in southeast georgia you didn't have a lot of mud really you know it's not until you get a little bit further north where you get that nice red clay that turns into this d- delicious disgusting mud but i got a story here about mud bogging it comes to us from todd in texas he says once when I was a teenager, a few of the guys in my youth group decided to have a get-together and to go to a park and hang out and ride our bikes. That's fun. The park had a really cool section where you could take off, take your bikes off road and, and, and had a few hills and dips and even had uh, some decent places where you could jump and get some pretty good air. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Getting way up off the ground. Doing totally. some tabletops and whatnot, you know? Um, you know, all the things that attract boys with no helmets and no thoughts of safety. Yeah. <laughs> in fact there's probably signs that say if you're a boy don't wear you know the safety yeah. protection to keep yourself right well we were having a great time together riding up and down these hills and bragging about how high our bikes had come off the ground and all that stuff when a buddy of mine told me to come over uh this one hill over where he had stopped on top of another hill across the way well me being the innocent guy that i was not thinking in any way that this friend quote unquote would have any ill will towards me i took off pedaling as fast as i could down the valley up the hill at the full speed when i got to the top of the hill i realized my mistake Uh-oh. oh here we go <laughs> i crested the hill going as fast as i could trying to catch all that elusive air that i've been craving and saw at the bottom of the hill a giant patch of wet slippery gooey mud-filled pit of water yeah as I tried to stop forgetting that the brakes do not work when your bike is in <laughs> midair, <laughs> I quickly realized my trajectory was going to take me right into the middle of the pit. Oh, boy. Once the bike hit the ground, I tried to bail off, but it was to no avail. I fell off the side of the bike and slid headfirst into this algae-filled yep. slime pit, yeah, <laughs> covering myself from head to toe in this nasty-smelling mud. Who knows what was in this water? <laughs> At least I didn't hurt myself, though, since I had such a soft landing due to the mud. The worst part of, of it was that since I had no other clothes with me, I had to ride home in these soaked, nasty clothes, a fact that my car mates just totally loved. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Todd from Texas. Poor Todd. Poor Todd. You, you got to know better, man. You got to stay off those hills. You got to watch out. Watch out for your friends, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Todd, come over here and ride really fast. And see if you can fly over this awesome hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mud is terrible. If you ever, I don't know, I've done it where I take a step into what looks like just a small water puddle <laughs> and it turns into a full on, uh, like it's not even an inch of mud. It's like a quarter inch of mud. And it's just enough to take your foot out from under you and make you do the, the freaking splits. And I don't know, when you're <laughs> yeah. 47, it doesn't take much leg spread to feel like you went all the way down. You know, you didn't go yeah. all the way down. You didn't split your pants, but your legs feel like you you wrenched all those areas. Mm, and yep. uh, it happens. Yeah. Muscles don't work the same. Ah, 
and and trying to correct yourself and you got one muddy foot it's it's not fun it's not good uh nerdy nick has a story called shower snooze howdy james and john this is nick from california i recently remembered a funny incident from my middle school years and i thought that i would share like most like most middle schoolers i dreaded the first day of school every year it meant that uh from that day on i would have to wake up at the crack of dawn wear a uniform pour hours into homework and deal with crazy middle school drama i had anxiety issues as a kid that made it hard to fall asleep at night before a stressful event so as i started my first day of eighth grade i had less than three hours of sleep needless to say i was exhausted and getting through the day without falling asleep in class was going to be quite the challenge by the time i got back home after school it was too late in the afternoon to take a nap without making it impossible to fall asleep later but too early to go to bed so to stay awake i thought i would take a shower since that did a good job of waking me up in the mornings So I turned on the water and got in the shower and everything was normal until out of nowhere, I suddenly found myself sprawled out on the shower floor under a rain of cold water, staring straight at my dad who was peeking in from behind the curtain and yelling at me. Why on earth was my dad invading my privacy? I I had no idea. So I quickly covered myself up and shooed him away, trying to figure out what the heck had just happened. I finished my shower and got dressed. Well, what followed was the weirdest conversation I've ever had with my parents in which we pieced together exactly what had just happened. So apparently I was so tired. What had happened is I had fallen, fallen asleep in the shower. (laughs) I think I just started to lean against the wall as I fell asleep and then slowly slid into the shower floor without ever waking up. After I'd been in the shower for 45 minutes, my parents decided to knock on the door to make sure I was okay, but fast asleep, I never responded. And the knocking (laughs) turned into aggressive pounding and yelling. Still, I gave no response. And my parents, fearing that I had drowned or somehow knocked myself out, they picked the lock on the bathroom door to get into me. It was only after my dad had gotten within three feet of my face and yelled at me that I finally woke up. And my parents Whoa. consider this the single scariest experience in their 18 years of raising me. And I feel terrible for almost dying by taking a shower. <laughs> oh, man. Your show is awesome. Please keep up the great work, Nerdy Nick. <laughs> man. I have never heard of somebody falling asleep in the shower. <laughs> Crazy. That's Can great. You imagine what's my dad doing here? Get out of here! Suddenly, you're in a cold shower. You're on the floor. Your dad's head's in there. Yeah, you're totally naked. Not cool. What in the <laughs> world? What kind of world do I have to report him after all this time? I mean, we, he was such a good dad, and now suddenly he's a perv. I don't know. Anyway, that's crazy. I'll tell you one time. Um, my my me and my friend we rented a uh, a house. His name was Harvey. Did you know Harvey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. He looked like he Jesus. Looked like Jesus. He yeah. did. Um, Harvey. We rented a house that was near a four-way stop, and uh, we look outside, and there's this Toyota truck just sitting there at the stop sign, and it's it's sit th- it sat there for like a half hour, and we fi- Harvey finally goes out there, and it's a friend of his, and the friend of his is leaning on the steering wheel asleep. <laughs> was the car running yes Home, oh, homeboy man. had stopped at a stop sign and fallen asleep in the in wow. the moment 
the very moment that he stopped, he fell asleep. And That's never insane. <laughs> that, that is the grace of God. That right is there, too tired friend. to be away, uh, to be driving. I'm going to tell you and that right now. Not like that was a busy intersection no, either. I mean, no. that was just like little podunk roads. Right. Never, you never probably even needed to really stop. Yeah. I didn't know there was a stop sign there. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many times I went up and down that. Wow. Wow. Um, well, speaking of uh, the past, uh, somebody's going to blame your sister for something here. Oh, great. Poor Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Blaming Amy. This comes with some Dan Lewis in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. He says, hi, James and John. I have a story that involves a podcast called Nobody's Listening. Perhaps hey. you've heard of it. Yeah. 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 That's an old show. Yeah. I, I, I seem to recollect a, a old a show podcast. Today. They're not doing it anymore from what I hear. No. Yeah. Well, they're pretty funny guys. I did. I did enjoy listening to them. Yeah. Anyway, I was driving my daughter to her horse riding lesson. Ooh, fancy. Fancy rich and, people. <laughs> yes. We were on the way to a horse riding lesson. Yeah. Uh, listening to nobody's listening. Listening to this uh, upscale podcast. Podcast. Yes. Episode 25 to be exact. Uh, called the monster room. And uh, on the way to our lesson, that's what we were listening to. We were running a little late. And my wife, who was at home, sent me a text asking if she could text my daughter's instructor to let her know that we were a little behind. You're a little behind. <laughs> a little. <laughs> it's just a tiny. It's hard to sit down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So let me understand this correctly. The wife texts the husband. Yeah. If if she should text the instructor. Oh, okay. So she was. Yeah. She's, she's offering. She's just to a little more worried about it than dad is. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, uh, Dan says, I don't condone texting while driving, but I use the little voice-to-text speaker button, you know, to text her back. All I said was text her, but apparently my phone picked up some of what was being said in the podcast. So my text actually ended up saying text her, and they usually call. The next text <laughs> that I got from my wife was, huh? So again, I used the little speaker button to explain my next text. That was just supposed to say text her. I then, it then, I... I think it picked up part of the podcast I'm listening to. Amy was guest host on episode 25, and it was her voice that added the few extra words to my first text. So I blame Amy for that one. Ah. So let that be a lesson for everyone. Don't text and drive because it could cause an accident. And don't use voice while texting and driving and listening to a podcast because it could cause confusion and or another accident. So remember, the next time you have a funny story to share, don't even bother sending it in because nobody's listening except maybe your phone. Uh-huh. Dan Lewis. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> How did that horse riding lesson go, by the way? Yes, so I'm so Very concerned. Fancy. Did you make it on time, chap? Did you? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, this one's called Slip and Slide from Colleen Harrington. I hope you are strong enough to handle this story, is what she says. Way back in the 60s, I was a first grade person at a small country school. It was recess time on a warm fall morning. Those were the days when playgrounds were amazingly dangerous places where they were a heck of a lot more fun too, where anything (laughs) could and did happen. The slide was huge with a lovely backdrop fall surface to ensure that you're not around to testify in a libel suit. Yeah. That was always embedded in concrete that stuck out of the ground. It was great. It was by far the top playground attraction and always had a long line of children waiting to tempt fate. Those things would be like 15 feet off the ground too. They were great. 
on this particular day, mm. a young child perched on top of the slide and apparently decided this was a prime time to defecate. Mm. <gasps> no! As she slid down, a long brown streak followed. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Gosh. <laughs> That's nasty. So gross. So messed up. The next child seemed not to notice! No! no. Followed close behind! <laughs> As did the next and the next and so on oh. and so forth. And they were a little behind. This is way before COVID too. <laughs> yeah. So it's double treacherous now, you know. A teacher finally noticed the smear and the smell oh. or brown stained children <laughs> of, of increasing number as they were cleaning, <laughs> cleaning the slide. Let's go down again. <laughs> it's slicker now. Yay! She ran to the slide to stop the flow of small humans. Suddenly, it was all hands on deck as teachers ran from all corners of the playground to begin to clean up the mess. These were the days oh. when most teachers were female and wore dresses. So I will oh. forever have the image in my mind of these ladies in dresses, mops in hand, trying to climb far enough up the slide to, oh. cream, to clean the nasty poop smear. Parents were called. Oh to pick up their feces and crusted children <laughs> and the rest of us that were lucky enough to miss it lined up to go to lunch. That's something you want right before lunch. Thank what? <laughs> I'm so thankful. I opted to play tag that day. Colleen here. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the slide. Oh gosh. It's so gross. Oh, so gross. Kids. Uh, I'm so grateful that, that my kids are almost all grown. You know, I've got yeah. one that's almost 13. I got one that's 16. You know, there's new challenges every day, but the challenges rarely involve poop or pee. You know? Right. And, and early in the early days, that's pretty much all it involved was somebody puking, somebody pooping or somebody peeing on something. And thank God, that they they grow out of that you know there's a whole new set of issues like i said it, we're not done parenting by any means but oh right. boy is it so wow. much easier so if you're out there right now being pooped or peed on <laughs> or pu <laughs> puked on and you're wondering does it get better yes it does it does it does it does so it does mostly it yeah oh yeah. ay ay well hey we got time for another one yes Yes, we okay, do. well, let's let's read this one from Danielle Blanford, Nixa, Missouri. Is Imo, that's Missouri, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember my state abbreviations. Well, Imo is a weird one. Missouri? Where's the yeah. O? You know? Like way down in the in the word there. Yeah, very very I mean, far down. What else could it be? Like uh there's no no Moshigan or it could it be M U. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. MI is Michigan, right? Yeah, okay. Anyways, let's get on to the show. The Shifting Seat. This one is titled, Hello There. I have a store for you that I hope will make everyone chuckle. Let's turn that off. I worked in logistics. <laughs> I was, I was, I was wondering when there. you turned into an evil professor. It just <laughs> like, is he going to do this the whole time? That's cool. That's fine. Danielle is probably, you know, she works in logistics and and transportation. So, oh. uh, yeah, that's, that's not the voice for that kind of job. No. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. I was feeling pretty good about myself as senior sales executive for a Fortune 300 company. Ooh. Ooh. Going to to a a horse lesson after work? I say, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, I had a very important meeting with an automotive manufacturing company in Mexico. That was the biggest opportunity of my entire career up to that point. Very cool. The meeting was with people I had never met before and had not even spoken with much on the phone yet. My colleague and I spent hours preparing for this meeting and were quite honestly nervous, or honestly quite nervous. I mixed up my articles there. We had a presentation to give in to about 20 people in a dark conference room setting. That's, that's, that's kind of intimidating, right? Yeah. Yeah. A bright projector and you're standing around and the room's kind of warm because the projector's everybody's focused on you and and it's, it's the biggest deal in your history of your career. And yeah, yeah. It's a a lot of pressure. Yeah. It gets better. I, the only American in the room stood up and presented my portion of the slides in Spanish, by the way, not my first (laughs) language. Oh boy. (laughs) What I didn't realize is that as I was standing at my spot at the table, speaking to everyone and gesturing towards a projector screen, my office chair was slowly (laughs) creeping its way away from Mm. when I was finished. I thanked everyone for their time, smoothed out the front of my suit, smoothed smoothed it down and took my seat, except my seat was no longer there. Oh, no. Oh, no. I landed flat on my back, <laughs> feet in the air, and all the people across from me saw the bottoms of my high-heeled shoes <laughs> rise and fall below the horizon of the table. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> God bless you, Danielle. Everyone gasped and jumped to their feet to be sure I was okay. I was, but my pride was not. Yeah. I stood, looked around at the crowd, and said, please laugh, because if you don't, this will be much more embarrassing. <laughs> Ah, no one did laugh. Oh. (laughs) Meetings in Mexico are often even more formal than here in the U.S. Oh, no. (laughs) Maybe she didn't say it in Spanish. That's why they didn't laugh. Yeah. Or maybe they were laughing in Spanish, and and in Spanish, your laughter is silent. Silence, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that was it. (laughs) (laughs) We we finished the meeting, and a large group of us went uh, to lunch afterward. The good news is, People's guard was down in that setting, and we all had a good laugh afterwards. I closed the deal and earned an award from my company for having closed the largest deal company-wide that quarter. Wow. Well, congratulations. I'm going to go ahead and clap for you because that's yeah, impressive. it is. I have no doubt that the image of the tall gringa with a funny accent wiping out in their conference room made us stand out as they considered the candidates. Mike <laughs> dropped. Congratulations, Danielle Blanford. That was a great story. Sorry <laughs> you had to land on your bum to, to win the deal, though. Sat down and just flattened <laughs> out like a pancake. Ouch. <laughs> just the image of the legs Man. over the edge. How do you not laugh? <laughs> I don't care how formal it is. Somebody was dying inside. Yeah. Oh. oh. She, you know, presented her, her whole spiel and 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 you know, got herself ready to sit down and there was no chair. Oh, <sighs> That's a great story. And I pulled the chair out from behind a girl one time in class. <gasps> you did. And I didn't pull it out far enough. That was, <gasps> that was my problem. And, oh. and the, the bottom of the seat, uh, scraped her along her ribs on her back. 
Oh. And hit every single one of them on the way down. And she got really, oh. really hurt. And I got in oh. really, really big trouble. And uh, it's the last time I, I ever did that. First and I last bet. time. So those of you that are longtime listeners, you know my luck. You know how it is for me. That's why I'm a rule follower. I, anytime I've ever done anything bad, I get in mega, mega trouble. The one time I cussed on the bus, everybody got quiet <laughs> and my cuss word rang out like a freaking bell at, in front of Walmart. And, and the, the, the lady looked up in the mirror and locked eyes with me and said, you, and I was in trouble, even though kids cussed all the time on the bus. The one time I did it, I got in trouble. This is why I don't do it. And that's why I don't pull out chairs from behind people anymore. That's so. very nice. I've never done that to somebody because somebody did it to me a couple times oh. and I didn't like the way it felt. No, it's so. terrible. It's like drowning or something. I don't know how it is to yeah. drown, but it's it's like you just expect something to catch you and there is nothing and it's slow motion and it's bad. So anyway, uh, we do have a middle school drama. Um, uh, um, play that again. Move out of the way, stupid. This is simply just called a really funny story and we're going to leave it up to you whether it's a really funny story or not. Because it is written like we haven't had a, 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 an email written in quite a while. So yeah, here we go. Without I need punctuation. A, I need to take a, take a deep <laughs> breath. Here we Do go. It. Do it. I'm 12 years old and I live in Montana. I love your podcast. And my story is this: school is what it is called. So I got off the bus at a two-hour bus drive and i'm tired and i get off the bus and i have one of those little helicopter things that you spin then it flies so i was coming around to the back of the school because there was a schoolyard and i had the helicopter thing and my friends were like me let me know let me so i said no and i did it the first time and it went up and it was coming toward me so instead of moving to the side i ran back really slow i'm not a fast runner so i turned around and tried running I took and it hit me in the face and woke me up. And ever since then, a few years ago, I have hated them so much. And I rate this podcast a thousand out of five. <laughs> That's a lot. You guys are great. Bye guys. My name is Kaven. So do not wait for your next episode. Cannot wait for your next episode from Caveman. Cavey man. <laughs> Middle school drama, people. Uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Uh, if I had to try to, you know, interpret that somehow, I don't know how I would do it, but he had a helicopter thing and his uh -huh. friends wanted to mess with it and he wouldn't let them and it went up in the air and it hit him in the face. And that's a funny yeah. story. That's the thing I got out of it was um, he he gives, he rates us a thousand yes out of five. A thousand out of five so, and I, mean, I love that I love that absolutely do love it thanks KV man we appreciate yeah. it hey do you have a funny life story have you ever taught a lesson that Jesus can make you more cool and not so lame to a bunch of kids have you ever falsely admitted to punching a kid just because you had to pee really bad have you ever been tricked by an LBB into launching your bike into a huge mud hole? Have you ever fallen asleep in the shower and had your dad bust in to wake you up and see your thing? Um, <laughs> what thing? Have you ever blamed my sister for messing up your text? Or have you ever aced a presentation and busted your backside by missing your chair completely? Have you ever had a little helicopter thing make you run backwards slowly and hit you in the face? Lols. 
<laughs> Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker, so email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks for your patrons, to our patrons, for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't yell at your dad. He's just trying to save your life. Just yeah. think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Thanks, James. I'm feeling a little behind. <laughs> no, wait, no, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> Take a ride down the slide as you glide in the poop. I was trying to rhyme there. It didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.